Welcome back to Afternoons Live. Derek Hansen filling in here on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. It's a pleasure to have with us former Viking center and also Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens. And he wants to be the next lieutenant governor in the state of Minnesota, running on the ticket with Dr. Scott Jensen. It's Matt Burke. Hello, Matt Burke. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Derek. How are you? It's a pleasure. You know, we you, you wouldn't remember me, but uh, we've met before. Only was after a Vikings game in the locker room of the Metrodome, everyone shoulder to shoulder. That was always fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Doing post-game stuff in that little locker room. I bet you wish you could have been in the U.S. Bank Stadium locker room now- nowadays. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's a little more spacious. I've been inside of that one. Um, and, uh, you know, what even made it more uncomfortable in that in that cramped Metrodome locker room is I was I probably just had a towel around my waist. <laughs> exactly. We talking, which is always kind of weird. <laughs> it was, the weird is, awkward is really, the, the, the I think it's a, w- a way to put it, right? You're trying to get dressed and... You know, and then I mean, and, and, and we're trying to talk to you about the game. Yeah, and I never was very comfortable with that whole setting, to be quite frank. It, it's a little bit better in the new Vikings locker room. At least there's some space there. That is for sure. Yeah, you know what? There's there's a few things I miss about football, but that is not one of them. No. Well, you never were shy talking the media, but it was just more of the awkwardness of the situation. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, but you know, that's just. Yeah, I mean, right? You got to get used to it. That's just, that's just the way it was. Yeah. A little different when you and Dr. Jensen are out in rallies. There's plenty of space, but boy, the momentum. I mean, I look on uh, social media, it certainly is out there. I'm sure you're feeling that energy, right? Well, yeah, and that's why you know, I decided to, to really get involved with Scott. I've been, uh, been around his campaign for about a year, and I've never been super politically active or, or engaged, right? You know, I mean, I was playing football, and then I moved to Baltimore, and I moved to New York and worked in the league office, but... Um, uh, for last year, being around Scott, uh, he's a really impressive guy. He's he's what I refer to as a very high functioning individual. And then uh, going to his events, um, the thing was he's he's packing places, and most of the people there are just like me. They've never they've never gone to anything like this. But uh, I think that uh, I think they're concerned about the state of Minnesota. Uh, it's been a rough couple years, and. Um, and they want to they want to do something. They want to get involved in the process. And I think we can all agree, whether you're, you know, a Republican or a Democrat or or somewhere in between, that um, you know this is how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a, a grassroots movement by by somebody who is not uh, is 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 not a career politician. Someone that hasn't climbed the ladder inside their party and been groomed and then has the machine uh, behind them. This really is a, a, a movement uh, of, of the people, and uh, the, energy's, the energy's unbelievable. And that's why when, uh, when Scott asked me if, if I'd like to be his running mate, I said yes. It's interesting, Matt, because you know people have listened to me over the years. I, I've probably been more left-leaning, but I've gotten to know Dr. Jensen a little bit. He was in Moorhead. And you know, I agreed with a lot of stuff he said. Some stuff I don't agree. That's kind of the nature of me. I guess I'm probably more, uh, you know, middle left more than anything else. And I think that's to what you said there. Even though you and I might not agree on all politics or whatever, he's about as genuine as anyone I've met. It's not to say I'm necessarily going to vote for you guys. I got to be sold first. But you know, what I'm getting that. I think we've kind of lost that in politics, haven't we? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, it's that's it's, it's nobody's fault, and it's and it's everybody's fault. But Scott is. I think he's very commonsensical. Um, and, and, and I think Scott's very humble, you know, and, and, and I think he really is driven by, by just wanting to do the right thing. You know, I mean, I've heard, I don't know, I've heard from people, he's, he's too moderate. I've heard he's too conservative. I think, you know, and, 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 and everybody, we try to kind of pigeonhole people. That's sort of human nature. 
Um, but, but, but I think Scott is just, just one of those, one of those real people, uh, who, who wasn't, wasn't seeking this out. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of was, was, was encouraged by, by a lot of people to do it. And he, and he, and he took the plunge and, and, and I do think he doesn't, he doesn't play politics. Like you said, like when you're in front of Scott talking to him, he's talking to you and, uh, and, 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 and he's just trying to, to have a conversation and, uh, and, and, and trying to do the right thing. And guess what, Derek? I don't agree with Scott on everything, <laughs> and we're and we're running together. So, uh, so I think that's uh, I, I I think that's healthy. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think um, you know obviously he made a name for himself, questioning some of the data that was coming out with you know COVID nineteen early on. I mean, like really early on. You obviously, as you said, you haven't been in politics. Obviously, you you made some news when you did not go to the White House after you won the Super Bowl with the Ravens with your pro life stance or whatever. So. You guys kind of have those two things. Are, are you guys trying to work on not being pigeonholed on those two, thi- two things? Because I'm sure, I'm sure you're hearing about a lot of different topics that Minnesotans want to talk about. Yeah, we are, and 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 and, and, and like I said, it is human nature to pigeonhole people. It makes us it, it it makes us feel good. But I think you know, I think both Scott and I. I mean, I'm relatively unknown politically, and Scott did did one brief stint in the as as a as a state senator. I think I think we are. A little bit of a problem for people when they try to when they try to pin us down, and, and certainly, um, yeah, I think maybe maybe the challenge for us is, is, is going to be you know Scott to go beyond COVID, and, uh, and 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 for me to go beyond pro life or or whatever people see. I mean, I, you know, I don't know, but uh, you know, Scott and I aren't you know, we don't we don't look at polls. We're not we're not looking at the at a party to see to see how we should uh, how um, what our stances should be. I mean, both of us are just. Are just saying, saying saying what we feel and um, and 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 what we think is right, and I think that uh, I think that authenticity is is resonating with people because it is rare in politics to have that. Matt Burke with us again. He wants to be the lieutenant governor in the state of Minnesota, former Minnesota Viking, running on the Scott Jensen ticket. What are you guys hearing the most about? I mean, there's a lot of issues in Minnesota. There's a huge surplus. You know, crime is certainly an issue. We mentioned, you know, a lot of angst over restrictions the past two years. What What are the people at the rallies telling you more than anything else? Yeah, it's all of those, and it's education as well. Um, you know, right now, education in, in in Minnesota, it's just it's just not good. I mean, you know, um, Minneapolis school teachers are on strike. A lot of parents aren't happy. They got a little bit of uh, a view inside the classroom during distance learning. Um, Students, you know, there's, there's learning loss, and we, we have the widest achievement gap in the country. So education really isn't isn't, isn't working for any uh, of the stakeholders right now. But I think beyond that, I mean, the, the issues aren't a secret. But beyond that, I think what I think what all Minnesotans are looking for is some leadership, and 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 I, I think it's it's fresh leadership because um, not to say that the last two years were were were, were easy by by any means, but you know, when when you go into these crisis situations when there's a pandemic. When uh, when there's violent protests in your city and and people are burning down a, a police precinct, um, that's when that's when leaders need to step up and and uh, and lead. And and I think what uh, what we saw in Minnesota was uh, was the exact opposite. And um, and, and decisions being made uh, specifically with the pandemic, um, just doing what uh, what the Democratic Party was doing was was not based in in in, in science or or, or really common sense, and um, so I, I, I think it's bigger, bigger than the issues is um, is 
is just somebody somebody that can lead during hard times that that has shown that. And I think Scott and I have both shown that in our uh, in our other careers. Getting back to what you said about education, I think it's interesting because you mentioned Minneapolis. I actually have a my cousin's wife is on strike right now. It's interesting you look at the schools down there, and I think you know this being from you know the, the Twin Cities area, going to Creighton Durham Hall. It's it's really a metro outstate thing because we I think we feel like our schools are doing pretty good out here. Certainly some of the suburbs, but where it really matters in, is in St. Paul. You know some of the inner city suburbs, you know, closer to Minneapolis, St. Paul. It, 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 that really is kind of a divide, a feast or famine thing going on. That's a tough thing to fix. Well, no question. And uh, and, and so, so like, so here's the thing, Derek. You know, you're, you're exactly right. It's totally different on the east side of St. Paul or North Minneapolis than it is, you know, up in Moorhead or 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 Edina. Okay, so um, there. Here's the thing with education. There's no one size fits all. It's one size fits one, and um, I mean, I mean, for years, you know, I mean, public education is, is certainly Im- important, and it's it's not an easy thing. But I think if if you're saying, you know, all throughout your entire metro area, we're going to kind of have this this same model for every single kid. I don't think that I don't think that works. And I think what we just have to do with education, where we have to start, is pass every decision through through a filter that says what is best for the kid. You know, I mean, that it seems like that's kind of gotten gotten lost a little bit. And I'm I'm a I mean, I've been involved in education for 20 years with my foundation. I started my own school uh, three years ago in in Burnsville, and, and and I just think I think it's time we really look at the at the model and tweak it. And, and I think where it needs to go is we need to have more different types of schools for different types of kids. Yeah, interesting. So, I guess does that come into like voucher programs, uh, charter schools, and all that? Because you know, as a son of a public school teacher, I actually substitute teach myself, and as I said, left leaning. I'm not always big on that, but I think it's easier for me to say that in Barnesville, Minnesota, than it is to say that in Burnsville, Minnesota. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I, I think that is part of the equation, and uh, you know, because because I think that's what's going to be best for kids and families. You know, I believe that that the home is the primary educator. Uh, of our kids, and so so parents need to be able to be empowered to to be able to make those decisions. Uh, but but let me say, I'm not blaming public school teachers. You know, you look at our society. Uh, you know, the the nuclear family is not what it once was. Uh, you know, especially in in the inner city, um, teachers teachers. I think they just want to teach, right? They just want to connect with these kids and teach. Well, you're getting kids that are coming from less than ideal home situations. So parents have to be, or teachers rather, have to be almost be parents to these kids uh, in a lot of cases. We know the kids are growing up in this, uh, in, this, in this digital world where a lot of them are stressed or depressed, and they're all, but, 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 but they're all social media obsessed. You know, we, we, we know the mental health of our kids is, is, is not very good. So, so we're, we're, you know, at the end of the day, we're asking way too much of uh, of, of 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 public school teachers uh, to 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 fill a lot of gaps that historically they haven't had to, and so um, you know again I think that's why I, I think that's why we really have to take a hard look at the at the entire model and uh, and make some serious adjustments because you know the world is a lot different than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Well, my final thing for you, Matt Burke, is you know you're going to come up to a spring and summer, going to a lot of parades, a lot of different things, and what I want to find out from you as we get closer and closer to the campaign. Are they going to ask you more about politics and policy? Are they going to ask you more? Do you think the Vikings should have kept Kirk Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. 
I think I think for a lot of people, those two things are are equal equally important, right? And, uh, <laughs> and the good news is, you know, I mean, I guess both of them. We're gonna we're gonna find out this fall, right? We're gonna find out if if Kirk Cousins ain't good. We're gonna find out the people of Minnesota want uh, want Scott Jensen and uh, and Matt Burke and the. In the, in, in the governor's seat. I'm guessing you get asked about that quite a bit, though, right? Being a former center, you know, having, you know, played with some pretty good quarterbacks yourself. Oh, I mean, all the, all the time, wherever I go, you know, I mean, I mean, Minnesota loves the Vikings, and, and I love, the, I've, I've been a Vikings fan my entire life, except for the four years I, I, I played in Baltimore, and, you know, it's uh, one of these years it's going to happen. That's all I can say. I hope it's soon, but I just know, you know, because, because I'm an economics guy, the law of averages. One is sooner or later, it's going to happen for us. Well, I'm sure. I, mean, I guess to wrap it up is, I'm sure you more than you want to talk about your economics and part of it with budgets and all that, and not just be thought of as a Minnesota Viking, right? I mean, that's trying to get into. You know, we've had this quite a bit with Al Franken and Jesse Ventura, but I think I'm, I'm guessing guys like you want to be more than that too. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, I, I played football. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't all I did. It's not it's not it's 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 not who I am. Uh, yeah, I've been retired for nine years. I've I've, I've done a lot of things business wise. I've I mean, well, first of all, when I played, I was a union rep, and then after my career, I went and worked in management at the at the league office. I've I've started a handful of businesses. Uh, you know, I mean, I I, I kind of am intellectually curious about uh, about business and, and economics that's why that's that, that's why i majored it uh, in it in, in college and uh and, and i've had a lot of great experiences the the nine years since uh, since i retired that that i think uh can help me serve and be a be a good lieutenant governor very good matt burke thank you for your time i really do appreciate it. good luck uh, safe travels and all your travels throughout the spring and summer and certainly into the uh, fall campaign season and i guess you got to win the uh, uh, republican nomination anyway but uh, there's certainly a lot of uh, momentum there i hope to talk to you again soon i appreciate it yeah thanks Derek. matt burke former center for the minnesota vikings and the baltimore ravens won a super bowl the blackout game down in new orleans against the uh, san francisco uh, Ray Lewis's last game, and he wants to be the lieutenant governor of the great state of Minnesota, running with Dr. Scott Jensen. We'd like to get your thoughts on it. Obviously, Dr. Jensen's been pretty controversial. I think he's pretty reasonable when you actually listen to him, but I know a lot of people disagree with me, and I'm sure I'm going to see more of this on the text club or whatever, but I do enjoy talking to both parties. I know some people don't like to listen to both parties, but we can chat about that as well. 237-5948. You can text us on the iConsultants of North Dakota text line at 35270. Derek Hansen filling in for Tyler Axness here on Afternoons Live on KFGO.